This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TFA fam, welcome into the week 14 sleeper running back show. If you missed the ranking show, check that one out after this one. We also had some must start running back options for you in that one as well. Not going to talk about any of the rankings, but we are going to give you guys outside of our top 24 running backs so you can feel confident plugging in. Might be some sneaky starts. Maybe guys you can pick up off of the waivers. But, Kev, why don't you go ahead and kick us off. Who are some sleepers at the running back position for Week 14 that you think you can plug into your lineups? Yeah, I'm going to start off with Mark Ingram. Uh, they get the New York Jets this week. And, you know, as we continue to talk about every single week, if you've been following along with the show, you know that this is the uh, one of the def- or one of the defenses we definitely want to target because the Jets are absolutely terrible against running backs. They allow – the most fantasy points to running backs at a rate of 28.5 per game. The next closest is like 23 and a half. I mean, it is uh, not even close how bad this team is against running backs. They're, they allow the third most rushing yards, the most touchdowns, uh, rushing touchdown, the fifth most re- uh, receptions, the second most receiving yards, and the fourth most receiving touchdowns on the season. So you can really just, uh, just destroy this defense all up and down the field. And I feel like on this game, this is going to be a, a game where you see the, the, the Saints come out and just run the rock. They are not going to get cute and start throwing it all over the place unless they somehow get behind against the Jets, which I guess is possible with the way the Jets have been playing the last couple of weeks. But I would not count on it. Taysom Hill is expected to still start in this game, so you will see him run the ball. But Alvin Kamara is the big one that is probably going to be back this week. However, I do not expect Alvin Kamara to come back and take over 80% touch here. Even before he went down with his injury, he, we saw his snap share drop when Mark Ingram was signed. And I think this very well could end up being somewhat of like a 50-50 split, especially against the Jets, where you're able to run all over them. He has, uh, since uh, being signed by the Saints, he has 200-yard games and has averaged about 11 fantasy points per game since returning uh, to New Orleans. And he averages about 12 touches per game with Alvin Kamara. So I think he probably gets somewhere in the 12 to 14 touch range. That makes Mark Ingram a really solid RB3. Next up, I have Tony Pollard. Surprise, surprise. He has been a top 19 running back or better in three of his last four starts. Uh, he's averaging about eight, 8.75 per, uh, carries per game, three and a half receptions per game, 77.5 total yards and a half touchdown over the last four games. And he's doing that on only 38% of the snaps. Uh, he is 12th on the season in yards created per touch, 18th in total yards created, fourth in juke rate, 14th in evaded tackles, first in breakaway run rate, fourth in true yards per carry, and fifth and yards per route run. The dude has just been excellent this year, but for whatever reason, uh, the Dallas Cowboys have not 
wanted to give Zeke any sort of rest. That just wants to talk about it. Zeke is not right. Zeke does not look like the same guy he, uh, you know, he was, especially in the first couple of weeks of the season. He is either dealing with something or he's washed. I'm betting more that he's dealing with m- multiple injuries. I don't know why Dallas continues to run him out there, especially with as well as Tony Pollard has played. But regardless, moving forward, Tony Pollard is going to be a weekly RB3 because of the amount of touches he's getting. If you're going to get you know, roughly, you know, 12 to 13 touches every single game. In this offense, Tony Pollard does make a lot of sense. Now, Washington has been decent against running backs this year. They rank 15th in fantasy points per game, 10th fewest over the last five weeks. However, they have really been gashed against pass-catching running backs, 28th against receiving backs, and 29th uh, over the last five weeks in terms of uh, receiving running backs. So they have really struggled to stop, you know, running backs through the air. And so I think that is good news for somebody like Tony Pollard. But like I said, I mean, Zeke, we have Zeke really low in our rankings. We have him almost 20th. Uh, maybe that's a little bit too low, but the matchup isn't great for him. And he just looks terrible. I mean, he just looks like he's running in cement. And everything indicates that with him. 40th in yards created per touch. 44th in breakaway run rate. The only thing he is good at is sixth in evaded tackles, but that is more of a volume stat as well for him because of how much touches he sees. But regardless, 41st in yards per route run. 26th in true yards per carry. He only has one RB1 week since week five. He has been an RB2. It is time to let go of Zeke Elliott being an RB1 anymore. He's not, boys and girls. Until he can get healthy, until he can get right, he's just not an RB1 right now. And it's okay. But regardless of that, I still think Tony Pollard, uh, like I said, is going to be a solid RB3 flex option for most people moving forward. And then last but not least, I'm going to hit on Rashad Penny. 11 carries last week. They get an excellent matchup this week against Houston. Fourth most fantasy points to running back. Fifth most fantasy points over the last five weeks. 28th in rush DVOA. And they rank 28th in rush DVOA on the season. So this is a great matchup for Rashad Penny and the Seattle Seahawks. So I get it. Adrian Peterson's there. Adrian Peterson's old, dusty ass is, is there. But uh, Rashad Penny did look like the best running back they had in that backfield. And I think that he's going to see even more opportunities this week out of the backfield against a great matchup against Houston. So I think you can play uh, Rashad Penny if you're in a pinch. And with Four bye weeks, there are four teams on bye this week. You may end up needing somebody like Rashad Penny that you probably just picked up off waivers. So I don't mind him. Excuse me for a second while I throw up and Rashad Penny gets injured from me throwing up. But the the two guys I just want to mention here really quickly. One, Deonta Foreman. We have the Titans facing the Jags as nine and a half point home favorites. They have an applied point total of 26.75 actually. So that makes Foreman making some sense as a flex-worthy play here in week 14. Again, Kev, like you were just mentioning, four teams on by, injuries, that sort of thing. And obviously, whenever we think of the Jags, we think of a a trash-ass team, right? Which you're not wrong. That's true. But they've actually done a pretty damn good job against the run on the year, despite having, what, two wins, I, I think, all season. Jacksonville is only allowing 19.2 half PPR points per game to running backs, which is actually the 10th fewest across the league. And the only running backs that have really crushed them have been Derrick Henry, uh, Jonathan Taylor, and then Sony Michelle last week. And outside of those three, no other running back has gone over 18 fantasy points in a game against them. So that's why we don't have Foreman ranked higher this week um but he's still a solid flex play with the projected game script here obviously we don't know what's happening with julio jones yet so it seems like it's just gonna end up being a a run heavy script for this team regardless of you know how great that matchup is or isn't and then the last guy i want to mention here is quite literally 
the last guy standing currently for San Fran. And that is Jermichael Hasty. We have Elijah Mitchell and Trenton Cannon. They look like they're going to be unlikely to go on Sunday in the concussion protocol. Trey Sermon recently hit IR. And then Jeff Wilson's knee just flared up uh, in, in this last game that they played. So Hasty could literally be the only healthy running back for San Fran going up against Cincy this Sunday afternoon. I went and looked at the at their uh, practice squad because I was just assuming it, like they have to have someone there. Who are they going to call up? They have no running back on the practice squad. In Hasty's career, he only has one game with double-digit carries, and he actually only has one game with over 50 rushing yards, and those weren't the same game, actually. I, I will say, though, that we did see Hasty get six targets earlier this year, so that bodes well for him, maybe as Shetty kind of has to, has to shift his game plan a little bit because I can't imagine he's just going to hand the rock to Hasty 16 to 18 times a game, how we're used to seeing Sam Fran run that offense. But still, if he's the only healthy back in this backfield, you got to love him as a flex play. And especially considering we're recording this on Tuesday night, he is rostered in 1% of Yahoo leagues currently and 0.5% of ESPN leagues right before waiver runs on Wednesday. So if you're in a pinch, you're in a bind, he can make a lot of sense as a flex play option here in week 14. So that is going to do it for us for the running back show. Like I said, make sure you check out the rankings and must start show. Hit us with a sub, hit us with a like on the pods on the podcast side of things. Please leave us a rate and review. We really do appreciate all of you guys. It is the holiday season. Giving you some content. Just give, just give a little one turn. That's all we ask. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great week 14. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.